What's up, Say What family? Good morning. How are you guys feeling today? I'm recording this on a Saturday morning and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling quite warm because it's very warm in my office because Colorado cannot decide what temperature it wants to be. You know, it was like negative degrees last week and it's 55 today and 55 in Colorado if the sun is out is like short sleeve weather. So really don't know what's going on here, but it's fine. I'm excited to be recording the podcast with you all hanging out with you today. And I do have a very special guest who is very proud that he has been on the podcast more than or 10% of the episodes. And I'm just now remembering that I forgot to do my poll on Instagram if you or Caroline was the favorite guest. So tell the guest, tell everybody who the guest is because I just said you and didn't tell anybody. Hi. Oh, that was loud in my ear. I got to turn you down. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, we messed our we didn't have our headphones plugged in all the way earlier. Uh, mine was plugged in. <laughs> mine wasn't. So our sound is a, was a little messed up for a second. Hey, I'm Thomas. I'm Hannah's husband. Why are you being weird? <laughs> I don't know. You, you've always introduced me. I've never had to say who I was before. I know. Don't be weird. <laughs> don't be weird. Anyways, this is my husband. Hello, Thomas. Glad that you're here. He looked up like a something statistics yesterday looked up statistics what does that even mean he found out that he has been on 10 percent of the podcast episodes and and he's been different he's been acting different like he was ready to move to la he thinks he's like top notch ready to go like so you need to calm down what's the what's the little trend thing that's been going around so does la call me or do i call la it's something different the um we're really cool over here we're really up to date on all the trends I don't remember. It might have a curse word in it. What's the thing? Is I'm something about being a boss or something? Um, like if you're the per, like if you're doing something, getting stuff done. I don't know. We'll think about it and come back. If you're, you guys are probably yelling at us through the phone right now. What it is? I always hate that when podcasters can't figure out something, and I'm like, it's this thing. And so you guys are probably doing that to us right now. So I'm sorry for causing you immense stress and anxiety on this. I, I don't Monday know morning. if I sent it to you the other day, but I saw, a, or maybe you sent it to me. I don't remember. I saw a thing that was like when podcasters talk about nothing for 20 minutes and it's just this guy saying like, yeah, we're so glad to have you on because of your your expertise in this area and everything you've done. And then the other guy's like, yeah, it's just been such an honor to get to do the work that I'm doing and make all the discoveries, like just saying all these vague mm-hmm. quotes, just and it goes on forever and ever and ever and they actually never say anything. Wow. I thought that was pretty funny. That People probably funny. hate that too, but yeah. Well, there's a lot of things I'm sure people hate about podcasts, but if you hate them, then you should try just starting one. Okay. It's really difficult. (laughs) It's very (laughs) hard. And sometimes you run out of things to say. Okay. Um, Am I calling myself out right now? No, not at all. I have so many things to say. Yes. Uh, Sure. We should just record our conversations every day and post them up. I don't know if people would want to hear that. You have so much, so many words. I do have a lot of words, but (laughs) for whatever reason, sometimes when I come to sit down, I'm like, I have no words to say to my podcast community. Anyways, Thomas and I are recording this episode this morning because we have been married for three years. Three years and three days. Three years and three days. What an honor it is to be married (laughs) to you for three years and three days. Yes, three years, three days. If we would have recorded at 3 a.m., it would have been three days. Three years, three days, three hours, but it's wow. it's been eleven. So okay. three day, three years, three days, eleven hours doesn't sound as cool. Well, I feel like it's important for me to share how we started off um, going into year four. 
Um, cause who knows what, oh what's in gosh. store for us for year four after the day that we had on our anniversary. So we wake up, we like didn't really set alarms. We both had to work that day, but we didn't like set our alarms, no alarms spend time with each other in, yeah. the, in the bed, just, cozy, just hanging out, snuggling, you know? Yeah. And so we but I had the idea that I got some, some pancake yes. the day before and we're like, yep. I'm going to get up and make some, we're going to make some pancakes, pancakes or waffles. I think you made a game time decision. Let's go pancakes. I did. And he goes to get the skillet out to make the pancakes and drops a vase and it yep. shatters everywhere. Didn't see it. My arm just kind of moved it when I was moving the, the skillet out of the cabinet. Yep. And glass everywhere. And I felt shatters. it. Like it almost happened in slow motion. Like I felt yes. something move. <laughs> It hit me, it hit the top of the fridge, and then I knew it was falling. And it was, it obviously happened super fast, but I just, I felt like all the thoughts in my head of, oh crap, this sucks. It's going to break soon. And then, boom, shattered. I mean, everywhere. So we had to like, Really quickly, like put Paul's Theo, prep. yes, yep. put Theo in his crate, and of course he's freaking out because he's like, "What's going on? Why are you guys shoving me in my crate?" Like, and of course he's barking all yep. like so much, so dramatic. And then we are like cleaning up the glass. We finally get yep. that cleaned Broom, up. Then vacuum. Yeah, all the things, and, and then, then we, we still found pieces. <laughs> we later did. Yeah. in the evening. Well, I mean, it's impossible parts. to find oh, every yeah. single shard of glass. Yep. Um, and then Thomas goes to like open up the pancake mix and it just goes everywhere. I mean, there's pancake I even, mix I everywhere. I thought about it too because I was struggling to open it. I don't under if you're going to make bags like this, they should be you sh- they should be easier to open. They should be. And I was trying to be as gentle as possible. And I already had had the premonition in my mind of like watching it in front of me explode, <laughs> explode. And, and then it I happened. was so I was trying so you to manifest be, it. I was trying, <laughs> I was trying to be gentle I was like I'm not gonna let this happen but I was still struggling struggling and I just I pulled too hard um it literally <laughs> went everywhere yep like everywhere and exploded and I was like cool this is starting off really great this morning like love this for us year four is gonna be awesome apparently so then we have McDonald's for dinner, and that is a story that my sweet Patreon girlies know. They, if you, yes. you want to know the story about the McDonald's, you just need to join the Patreon because yes. my membership girls get to it. To make it a little more spicy, it is a wedding night. It is start a wedding of night. The honeymoon yeah. story. McDonald's story. Yes. If you want to hear it, head over to the Patreon. <laughs> well, it's there. So we eat McDonald's and then we play this game because we're s- super nerdy and we got, um, well, yep. I bought it. Yep. The Rivals of Catan. It's a two player Catan game and we're obsessed. We love it. We've oh, never yeah. played it before. It took it's me, our first time. <laughs> it took me like 20 minutes to read the instructions because we know how to play Catan. Yes. Lots of Catan, different variations, all the things. But this is just, this is different. It's a card game. It, the format's a little bit different. So I literally, it was, it is very confusing yeah. the first time through. And we actually found out we played it wrong three or four times before we realized that a couple of the rules, we had just misunderstood. Like yeah. it's not clear in the instructions. So I don't know if we can like at Catan or I something. I know. But. Well, but we're both really good at it. So that's also why we like it because we, you, sometimes you go into some games like, oh, you know, you're going to win every time because you're just better at it. But me and Thomas really are both like yeah. very good at Catan. We and so it. it is like a true competition. I would like to say that I do think I am better than you, but... <laughs> I, we're both very good at it. So we're playing Catan. Okay. Then we're like, okay, you know, time to go, you know, celebrate our anniversary and have sex. 
And so we're like, you know, doing doing things, having, you know, getting ready, trying to have sex, and our dog is like losing his mind. So well, we've tried to start putting him out. Yes, in usually the living room will, because he's just all he's, up in our space. Yeah, and if you have pets who are obsessed with you, I'm sure you guys run into the issue as well of how do you have sex when your animals are like obsessed with you. So we've started like putting him outside and usually he'll bark for like a second, like outside of our room. So usually he'll bark for like a second, <laughs> just outside Shut of the apartment. The <laughs> yeah. No, we just put him, um, outside and, um, Oh, but that reminded me our neighbor kicked their dog out one time in our oh apartment complex, gosh. literally kicked his dog out, like just out inside into the road. And so Thomas like goes and grabs his dog thinking it's like a lost dog. And we know the dog cause we have dog hangouts. And then he like, he Thomas, was just like, yeah, I did that on purpose. He was like, like, he wasn't listening, so I kicked him out. I'm like, this is the busiest street. This is an apartment complex. This is not your backyard. Anyways, be better dog owners, people. And there's somebody else that just put the thing out there because they don't want to walk their dog, apparently, and just put the little grass on their porch. So that. mm. Anyways, we 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 can rant about that all day. Back to the story. So we put Theo outside, shut the door, and usually he barks for like two seconds, whines for like one second, and then lays down and is fine. This time, he was barking like no tomorrow. He was whining super like intensely. So, I, and so we then we went out, tried to give him a treat. Like yeah, we tried one to give him a treat. Favorite kind of treats. Shut the door again. Yep, same and thing. Same thing. And usually we can, you know, d- like ignore it and like focus. And but we just neither one of us could ignore it because he was just being crazy. So we literally <laughs> let him back in. He runs, jumps on our bed, with throws his, up with his treat, and then throws, throws up. up. Like immediately throws up. Just, like just throws up all of on our bed from dinner. Yeah. yeah. All on our bed. And we looked it up because I was like, he wasn't sick. Like he yeah, didn't get into anything. With, like there was nothing in it. He There's... solely threw like he, the only reason he threw up was because he was anxious because we let, let him out and he wasn't with us. I'm yep. like, this is ridiculous. The drama, the drama of this dog yep. to throw up because he wasn't with us for three minutes. Not even. Not even three minutes. <laughs> Ugh, it was so dumb. So we're just like literally both naked, just cleaning up the dog throw up. Super romantic, you know? That, so that's and, the energy uh, well, we're bringing because, into your Because form. of previous events, he, I woke up, he woke me up at like three. Yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe he's not, maybe he's still not feeling good. Something's up. I'm going to take him out. No. No, he just, we got outside and he played in the snow for 30 minutes at three in the morning. Part of that, though, is your fault because you took him to the green space to play. I felt bad for him. He wasn't Thomas, feeling good. you guys, literally, Thomas is such a sucker for Theo. He likes Theo more than I do and will do literally anything for this yeah, dog. He you would don't literally know this, die but for this dog. He's coming with us to everything we do today. It's going to be awesome. Cool. I don't, he's not coming <laughs> to the church with us, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Anyways, so that's the kind of energy we're bringing into year four. So I don't know what that says about our relationship. I don't know what that says about our marriage, but we are just bringing some chaotic energy into year four. Yeah, only up from here. So um, I figured today we could record a podcast of us sharing three things that we learned in three years. So yes. mine are, I think, specifically, honestly, like, Three things I learned in this past year of marriage that I'm bringing into year four. Um, but we each like wrote down three things that we learned and yes. we're going to go back and forth sharing them. I would say mine are pretty spread out. And I don't know what his are and he doesn't know what mine are. Nope. So mine are probably better though. Mm, actually, probably you learned, <laughs> you like to learn and you take things more than I do. Um, Okay, so we're just going to, like, get into it, share three things that we learned in three years. So, Thomas, why don't you go first? We're going to rock, paper, scissors to see okay, who ready? goes first. Yep. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. 
Oh, uh, we're doing two out of three? Okay. Or? okay. Uh, so no, I, we're on a podcast. We need right, to stop. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> so you're first. I'm first. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> okay, I'm first. Um, by the way, I lost because I did paper and he did scissors. So yes. I feel like I should clear that up with the people yes. listening. Um, the first thing I learned is clearing my story is so important in marriage. And I posted about this on Instagram very briefly. And I'm actually going to do like a deep dive into what this is on the Patreon episode. Sorry we're plugging Patreon so many times this episode. That's annoying. No, don't be sorry. I know. That's, that's annoying where, though. That's you, where they where don't want to hear it all the time. Is. That's where a lot of that's good true. stuff so is. That's true. So I am going to go like in super depth about what clearing your story is on the Patreon. But I am going to share with you a little bit of what it is. So the importance of clearing your story. I learned this from Amanda Carpenter. Um, she worked like at some point in her life had worked at a church and her church like staff actually used this practice. And I was like, if every like in work environment, if every church, if every marriage, if every friendship used this practice, things would just be so much easier. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I have learned the uh, importance of clearing your story, especially like with anxiety stuff that we've gone through. Um, but basically clearing your, clearing your story. I feel like it's hard to explain without giving an example. So I'm just going to give an example. So let's say, um, I was going to think of a real life example and that got too real. So, um, an example of clearing your story is, you know, how we make up like things in our head about the other person. So let's say that Thomas like didn't compliment this one thing that I wanted him to compliment or whatever. And let's say in my head, I'm like, oh, well, he just hates that. He thinks I'm so ugly. He doesn't like this. He's not attracted to this, whatever. Like he didn't like this outfit that I really liked. So he must just think that I am like, you know, ugly and doesn't want me anymore, whatever. So I'm like creating all these, this story in my head of everything that Thomas thinks, feels, acts, whatever. And so the important and what clearing your story is, is taking this story to your person. So I would go to Thomas and I would say, hey, I just want to clear my story because I made this story up in my head and I want to know if there's any like realness to it or if this is just me, you know, assuming things that's not fair or real. So I would say to him, Okay, so you didn't compliment this one outfit, and I got really in my head about that, thought that you didn't like it or that it was ugly. Is that true? Are any parts of this true? Um, Or was there just a miscommunication there, or were you just distracted? Like, where did that come from? And so then Thomas would share, like, oh, no, I just didn't think about it, or I thought you looked really cute, and I just didn't say that. I'm so sorry. So, like, he would, or uh, Oh, I'm sorry. In that moment, I was actually thinking about this and this. I'm sorry that I didn't notice or didn't compliment that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I like the practice of clearing your story because sometimes like going to your person and saying like, I did all these things in my head and then just like leaving it that can be like intimidating and not really open up for conversation. But the practice of like clearing your story really helps you get to what the motives were because you're asking like, are any of this true? Like I felt this way because of this. So like, is, were your motives actually valid? that I was thinking that they like, was that act, was that accurate is what I'm trying to say, or was that not accurate? And then it helps that person also learn like what is important to you and some ways that they can combat like stories that you may make up in your head. And so just going to each person and saying like, I want to clear this up. This is a story that I've made. Is this true? Um, is like just really important. And it kind of helps communication because I think a lot of times we assume that people think 
these things about us or that they did this because of this certain reason. And it's really easy for us to just assign like they did this because of this, but we don't actually know. Right. And so we are assigning emotions. We're assigning actions to other people. And that's not really fair to them because that's just what we think. And we need to give them an opportunity to share. And so clearing your story has been really helpful for us of like sharing these things that we've gone through and, or that we're making up in our head. And it helps us to like act differently in the future. So that's my first one. Yeah, and if you, I'm going to go like even more in depth with it on the Patreon. Episode. I completely agree. I love this concept. I mean, I think it, you know, it, it takes two for a lot of like, it takes two for a disagreement. It takes two for an argument. It takes two to have somebody like hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah. So some, I'm not, we're not talking about abuse. That's different. Yeah, no, no, no. So, um, the opportunity to have a conversation with somebody about something to try to learn and gain their perspective, mm-hmm. you know, is also key. Is, is and I, I love that she was doing like they were doing this on her church staff. Yeah, like, I, so I, <laughs> that's the coolest I did, thing. I did this in a work environment like mm-hmm. a week and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, same, same thing. Yep. And I I learned some things when I was talking to this other person. They learned some things about me, and we're able to move forward together on the same page. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah, it's relation any kind of relationship. This is a huge thing, but yeah. especially important in marriage. For sure, you need that co- communication. So for sure, it's kind of cool. I didn't really have an order to how I was going to share these, but so I'm going to do this one first for my first one because it kind of goes with that, and that's always assume the best intent. Mm. Um, so it's similar with that, right? Like if you're thinking about the idea of clearing your story, you could just sit there all day and believe the story in your head of the, well, they didn't do this and this because they're mad at me, or they didn't say this and this about me because they think I'm whatever. You know, if you choose to believe that it's not a, it's not going to be a positive experience for Mm -hmm. you. Even if, even if what you're telling yourself is true, like you're still not having the conversation, but at the same time, like the idea of always having always or always believing the best intent until you can figure it out is huge just because it, it helps you, you know, it helps your mindset and how you should, how you're looking at things. And it keeps you from just making all of these assumptions that mm-hmm. probably aren't true that, um, some, that, that the other person you're just making up, thoughts from the other person that probably aren't true. Like usually, usually there's an underlying thing going on that the reason that somebody's talking in the tone that they're talking or the reason that somebody that your, your partner said, said something the way they said it or didn't do something or did do something. There's usually always some kind of explanation for why they did that. That's just an outcome of other things that are going on in day to day life. Yeah. That's good. Yep. So that's my first thing. That was good. That was very similar to mine. Yeah, I know they're kind of, that's why I just, why are you copying me? I didn't actually, you did. No. Anyways, actually I'm, I will say I'm someone who does not care about copying. That means nothing to me. I'm like, because I cool. copied every single one of you. I'm like, I don't care. Um, okay, second one. Um, it is just really important to have people speaking into your marriage and to have a church family. Um, yeah. So we, you know, we worked at a church and the church closed. And so there was probably like, I think it was like eight months maybe that we like didn't have a church. Like between churches? Yeah, I'd probably say nine, eight or nine months, something like that. 
Oh no, almost a year. Eleven. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. so it, it was, was almost a, a year. June to May. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, in in we're that time, up, or no, well, still a couple months. Yeah. Um. In that time, we had tried other churches to like find a church family, but nothing really stuck until we found the church that we're yeah. at now. Well, it was also during COVID, so there was also yeah. just breaks where we just didn't go because right. churches either weren't meeting or it was weird how they were meeting. Yeah. Yeah. So that was hard. And I love that online church happens and exists and it's just, just hard for me, but I yeah. wanted a place yeah. in person because I wanted a community. And so after not having it for a year and now being back, like really, really plugged in, really bought into this church that we're at and, you know, serving the area that we at, I mean, we moved where we did so we could be closer to our church and be in the community that our church is serving. And just like being back in like a church environment and having like healthy people speaking into you and like just a healthy place really has like reminded me of like bigger picture stuff. And when I was without a church, I found myself getting like mad at things a lot faster. I found myself getting like frustrated at things a lot faster. I found myself feeling very lost. Like if something happened, who would I go talk to? Like, I mean, I have my friends, but like who, who, you know, would lead me in this. And so we just like didn't have that for a long time. And so now that we have that again, it's just so refreshing. I find myself like honestly, you know, more joyful. I'm happier. I have people like pushing me to closer to Jesus, like rooting for our marriage. I know that if like, you know, we're going through stuff, like we have really healthy, you know, relationships to go with people to go talk to about it that like, I won't feel judged or, or anything like that. And I mean, we do that. Like we have people that speak into us and speak into our marriage and it has been such a game changer for us. And I really was lacking it for a long time. And you guys know I'm like poster child of, of church hurt. And so like I've definitely gone through my crap. And so just the fact that like I am at a place where I'm really excited and, you know, love it. And of course it's not perfect because no place is perfect. But, um, you know, what matters is like and like the core values and stuff are there and the relationships are there. And it's it's just so good for our marriage. It and, really is. And the opportunity for conversation yeah. is there, which yeah. is nice. Absolutely. And it really has been such a game changer for like our lives. Like I love going to church. I look forward to it. And I love our people that are there. And it's just like the most fun thing. And we just really are surrounded by the best people at our church. And so it really does like it just helps so much to be encouraged because there's a lot of times I, I could get really bogged down in like what's happening in the world and what people think and what people are saying and the, you know, actions for people and just remembering like the bigger picture and that Jesus is still moving and working and Jesus is still good is like so helpful and can impact just my life. And if I'm in a good space, you know, my marriage will hopefully be in a good space. And so it really does like make such an impact. And I love my pastors so much. You guys are the best. And I appreciate the equipment that you're letting me use because right now we're recording (laughs) this podcast on equipment. Yeah, if you think this podcast sounds good, you can thank our (laughs) friends and family at Go Church. Yes, a couple weeks of us starting to go to this church, they um, found out I had a podcast and pastor was like, oh yeah, you like, we have equipment that you can use if you would like to. And it's like a board. It's very nice. And gave, I already had some microphones. Upgraded microphone arms. (laughs) But we got to upgrade our stuff. Stuff. And yeah, they're like, here, use this. It's just sitting down here. We'd love to like help and support your podcast. And I was like, <laughs> thanks. That's it awesome. like, meant so much to me. It was so cool. So and we're going to paint everything pink so they can never ask for it back. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like he'd be like, whatever. It's fine. He put a, go- a sticker on it. And it would right. not he'd be a big up, deal. <laughs> he'd cover it with stickers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what's your next one? So um, this is actually the thing that I had labeled number one, but okay. I shifted it. Did you copy me again? No, but I do feel like this is probably more, it, it's in the same vein of like 
pouring into and adding to your marriage. And it's mm-hmm. something that I've probably talked about on here multiple times, so we don't have to spend a ton of time on it if you don't want to. But just the like the fact that date nights are key. You always talk about date nights. <laughs> but it is, you know, and it's kind of funny. Like, we're recording this. We So we had McDonald's on our anniversary. Mm-hmm. But last night we went out for a proper date and dinner. It was so much fun. And we valeted the car. Come on, somebody. Okay, the valet was $8. <laughs> so let me make that very clear. We are not rolling in right. it. And that $8 yep. came from stuff that we sold. Yep. So. But it was nice. There was no parking spot. There really, We actually drove around for a long time trying to find yep. parking. And we finally couldn't. We're like, whatever. We're going to valet We're just going to valet the car. <laughs> yep. Um, and it was cold last night. So. It was also funny that, like, usually, you know, when they're valeting cars, they go put your, like, I've never had a car nice enough to sit out on the sidewalk, and we right. still don't. Right. But I, I, for, I just thought it was funny that ours was one of the ones sitting up on, yes. this, on the sidewalk. It was, so it was cool. maybe there wasn't a lot of cars, or a Ford Escape is a really big deal these days. Right. <laughs> so, right. Um, but I mean, I just love date nights. I mean, I feel like we almost have the same, like, three or four questions and a very similar conversation every time. But we don't really have that conversation at any other point in time Mm-mm. ever. We don't talk about those the same stuff in the car. Well, tell we, them what we tell them what you always ask. So we check in on how each other is doing, and that's an that's an all encompassing how we're doing. Like, it, and it's you know it, it's never a specific question. It's really uh, which is kind of nice, I guess, because it opens it to like you get to talk about what you're feeling like is most important. So it's always a check of how are you doing? And it is a, how are you actually doing? And, you know, at that point in time, your answer will be whatever your emphasis is. So it's either usually something emotionally, mentally, it can even be physically, like we've been doing some exercise and trying to figure out some stuff. So we checked in about all of, we check in with each other about all of those kind of things. Mm -hmm. We check in with like, how's, how are we feeling about work? How are we? What are we excited about in the future? Like what's he coming up? He always leads with. So, what are you most excited about right now? That's what and, you always. And I like lead that with. question. I like that question. I check myself every now and then of like trying to make sure I'm still helping and pushing you to do the things you want to do, not just things that I think you should do. Like uh, video record the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I will give input into things I think you should do, but I also want to know what what you're working on. What Thomas you're is about. dying for say what to be video recorded. So if you think that that is important and want to video record, send me a DM, and maybe you guys can bully me into doing it. Well, the only also, reason I'm not so, but, haven't been doing it. But is here's the thing: it, is is really I love I love all of you people that listen, and Hannah loves you incredibly more than I love you. <laughs> that's um, true, but. Because of there, there's there's people that follow you on Instagram that don't listen to the podcast. That's true. And I'm thinking that if we have video content that's that we can fair. use to market, we can move people, get more people to listen. Because this podcast is important. The stuff you're talking about is important, and it I want to get more ears and eyes onto it. You're right. Thomas is right. That just means I. But it's need hard. To get there ready. are things. To, <laughs> there are things to figure out. You do. You do. Well, you don't have to get ready. That's you true. have an expectation for yourself. And I that's want okay. To get you ready. do want to get ready. It's all, we also have to figure out how we're going to do it with guests and different things like that when there's two people or Zoom. But So there are logistics, I understand. But I digress. Date nights are something that's important for us, and we're having to be – we are both very busy, not in any kind of bragging way. There's just a bunch of things. It just feels like there's things all the time. Honestly, I was thinking the other day, like, why do I always feel like I'm saying I'm so 
busy and it's, it, I do have rest in my life for sure, but I think it's because we don't work one job. Like right. each of us has well, like multiple jobs and and I guess in this, the, you know, grand scheme of our week, it does equal to be like 40 hours, which would be the equivalent of one job. But when you sure. have like multiple jobs and your mind is having to think about like a lot of well, different things, yeah, that is where it gets multiple, hard. And so it makes us feel busy because we're like doing a bunch of different things. Well, multiple not just, projects would yeah, be probably like, yeah, we're, yeah. basically we're both independent contractors. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. We, but we do similar stuff, but yes, we have different um, projects, clients, things like and that. I, once I realized that, that made me feel better. Cause I'm like, when people ask how I'm doing or my parents ask what's up, I'm like, you're it's, busy, but I don't, yeah. I'm not trying to brag well, about it. We're, I just, we're home, busy. we're home all day working. Yeah. So we leave in the evenings to do stuff. So I think that's kind of thing. Like the other night, Monday night, we, uh, for whatever reason, I don't remember the scenario. There was just nothing to do on Monday night. Nothing needed to be done. We were we, had, we went to the gym earlier that day. Yes, too, we so. went to the gym earlier, so we were home. We had dinner. And we sat on the couch together, watched not working, and watched The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And I cannot remember the last time we were both able to just do that on an evening because we schedule all of our stuff in the evenings. Right. Since we're home working during the day, we go out and do things in the evening and mostly the gym every day. Yeah. So. That's why I think these date nights are key. It's just, it's a break from, like, we have conversations that we don't normally have. Um, and, it's, and we have fun, too. We go to, like, yeah, fun restaurants. Yeah, fun. Fun restaurants are fun things. I'm always getting a fun drink. Like, I love yeah. getting different things. Like the, We got to get Meow Wolf on the schedule. Yes. We need to go ch- I really figure go out what's going on over there. I don't yeah. fully understand. I don't either, but it seems but really just, cool. We're going <laughs> to give them our money, and hopefully it works out. It's fun. Yes. But yeah, so date night's big. I've talked about it a lot. Go back and listen to all the episodes that I'm on. There's 12 of them. Um, You're going to hear him talking about a date night. (laughs) Guarantee it. Yeah. So cool. Cool. Okay. um, My last one. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. See if it's as good as my last one. Sex just gets better and better the longer we're married. And I feel closer to my husband the more that we have sex. And the earlier in the day that it happens. Because <laughs> that's just because we're old, okay? Um, yes. No, but really, it does. I've heard a bunch of married people always saying, like, sex gets better the longer you have it. Like, the more longer you're married, whatever, it gets better, it gets better. Um, the more practice you have. Because it is a skill. But for real, like, I really do feel like Well, and the sex, mindset around it. Yeah. Like, I feel like we almost every... Almost every time we like are laying and giggling and just having fun being with each other. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, hanging out. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. fun. And so it, it really does. It gets better. And I like coming from someone obviously who's had vaginismus and sex has been like a really tough, difficult thing. Something I've been working through probably since I've like was healed of vaginismus a year ago. And for whatever reason, it like crept up um, like recently that I've been working through is like, sometimes I felt like I had to have sex in this like one certain position because I knew like a hundred percent it wasn't, it wasn't going to hurt. Cause cause still some positions, there's a difference between uncomfortable and like painful. painful. Yeah. Um, there were some that were uncomfortable. And so then I'd like kind of freak out like, Oh, is, well, is it going to be painful? And it, because it's uncomfortable. And that's just like, Oh, this just doesn't work for us. Like this position just isn't working for us, which is fine. Um, 
Um, but I would. No, my hips don't turn that right, way. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so I just, you know, I was in a place of like, well, we have to do it this way every time. So that way I know it's not going to hurt. And so I've been like really working through that the past few months of just trying to let go of that, let go of that anxiety and that stress and just like have fun with it. And when I really started thinking about it that way of like, I just really want to have fun. And I want to feel close to Thomas. Like I want to feel close to him in this way. And so the more that like I've been going into like having sex, thinking about that and like, I want us to have fun. I want to make him feel good. Like I want to like show him that I love him and I want this to be like the most fun thing that we do ever. And so when I go into it with that mindset, it really is. And it just gets better and better. And I feel like we're still like, you know, having fun, trying to figure it out. And something that I feel like you are always trying to figure out. And like we say, sex is a skill. And so, you know, a couple of years into it, figuring out how to do it and it's really fun. And so I do think it's getting better. And I have learned like just seeing the different kind of like seasons that we've gone through. Like I do feel, feel closer to you the more the more sex we have. So yeah, I completely agree. And I'm not like pressuring anybody or telling anybody to like, make sure you have sex every day. Cause I definitely don't think that I do no, think it's, quality it's, over quantity. Yeah, but yeah. It's not a, it's not a quantity thing. It's definitely a time thing. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that it's not great sooner. It's just, you know, the, the more you learn somebody. Right. It's mm. just more fun. So that was mine. Yep. The better you get at something, the more fun it is. Exactly. It's like golf. Right. <laughs> and like, I've been like liking, well, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say, I've been liking my body more. That's actually not true. Um, I'm confused hey. as why I've been going to the gym for six weeks and feel like I'm getting bigger. But you know, it's fine. We're figuring it out. Yes. We're swapping our routines. But I will say like the idea of like, oh, we're both going to the gym. We're working on ourselves. That kind of gets me like excited to have sex too. Um, yes. So I don't know. Okay, so that's mine. Of course, I had to have one that talked about sex. What about yours? So my third one, we've and you and I have talked about this together recently, not on the podcast, but just together. Okay. And so this is probably the newest thing that I've been spending time thinking about. Um, I've got a couple sentences. I'm just going to read this. Oh, You're, so, a novel. We so, get a novel. <laughs> yeah, so some, something that I've learned from ma being married for is three years. Is that I'm years, so funny. That is not. I'm sorry. I'll stop interrupting. Let's see. Okay, I don't done. even have that on the list of maybes. Cool. Okay. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> That's really annoying. Go ahead. Um, you're always harder on the person closest to you, but you have to remember that you see a side of them no one else does. Learn Ooh. to create grace and perspective for that. So knife in my gut. <laughs> but he's coming for me. But you're so right. But oh my it's, god. It's you're something so right. that we've both been working on is, you know, I probably spent two years here, like for just different scenarios. And I won't, you can, you can talk about how I get really, really angry when things happen. Like I get <laughs> so, yelling, angry flesh comes out and then I calm down and get level headed. That's fair. You can talk about that. Yeah. And just, you know, that's probably the most extreme example. And the thing that I had struggled with the most that we had talked about is like, Oh, does my wife actually like really hate things and people? It's like, no, I know that's not true. Yeah. But I mean, for a while, especially dealing with some of the anxiety stuff that I dealt with uh, the past couple of years or year and a half, it's just, it, it was tough for me to see something and then to have these, like, uh, I would say these, like wonder these things, even though it's, you know, mostly intrusive type stuff mm -hmm. on my end, but like, um, you know, just learning that, like, I'm going to, I see the raw emotions, yep. responses, 
feelings that you have on a day-to-day basis from things like you're saying or just like, ah, I really don't want to like get off the couch or get up early or do X, Y, Z around the house. And, you know, for a while it was a, that I would have my, my like, um, internal responses to that would be like things like, what the heck? Why? Like, are you lazy? Are you lazy? Why do you not want to do these things? Do you not care? Like, um, and I'm sure like, likewise (laughs) for me, for you, for a lot of things. And, you know, it, it took me a while to just realize that, you know, it's, it's almost an honor to like, you feel comfortable enough to like you, you, you don't even think about those right. type of things. Cause I remember when I brought this up to you the first time I was saying mm-hmm. stuff, you're like, do I really say that that often? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And you don't think about it right. because you don't really mean it. Right. It's just this response. And I'm sure for me, there are things like that that are the same way. Yeah. And most of my stuff isn't even, isn't like directed at Thomas. Like, oh, no, no, this no, no. I get mad, I would say like just in general, mad at no, the world th- or I saw that, another pastor yeah, like yeah, abuse yeah, yeah, somebody yeah, else. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, ugh. And my gut response know? would be, cause right, like we, we have very different personalities when it comes to any type of conflict. Yes. And for the longest time I would hear that and I would and I would literally like get bent out of shape around my own feelings of like why do you think these things are that big of a deal? Like yeah. they don't affect us. And you know, it would it would I love it, care it about really people. it would really bother me though because <laughs> yeah. I felt like it was some kind of divide between us. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the way you feel like cuz we we pro- we feel the same way about we do everything. Yeah, yeah. Just the way we respond to different things different. is different, and you know. But you compare that to you compare that to anything, right? Like the different, um, like the same idea can go for things like pet peeves, and mm-hmm. you know, like the things that I do that you you don't like the way I chew my food. Yeah. Which is really weird, and I I'm don't sh- know how to do it differently. <laughs> but it's just like it's I it's things it. like that, or but like it's only him that I hate that about. But like too, you actually. you think those things because you're around the person that you're closest to, like um, you know, the th- like you you just you're gonna be harder on them because you spend so much time around them. You know, so many different things about them. The flesh thoughts about that about your partner, like the things that will happen in my mind about you or things you do or, and, or don't do and and things like that. I mean, you're, you mentally, things will happen in your mind that won't happen with other people just because of your vicinity to this person. Right. And you have to give the other person grace because they're not a perfect person and you have to give yourself grace because you're not a perfect person. Your, your flesh response to things is also not who you're trying to be as a person. So you got to have grace for each other, for yourself, because you're getting this thing that nobody else. Right. And I, and I do want to make it clear because um, as we're talking about this stuff, I'm not saying, cause like some, obviously sometimes I do say things I don't mean, like I'll get really angry and like about stuff that's happening in the world. Or like, I use the example of like, Oh, another pastor cheated on his wife. I'm so mad about that. Um, and my flesh will respond. And then when I calm down, I know I don't actually feel that way. And that's in my mind, a little bit different than like saying like really hurtful, harmful things to my spouse. Like I don't oh, do that. Yeah. I don't do that. And Thomas yeah. doesn't do that to me either. Yeah, and no, I do no, think no. that's different. Like, it's not like when we're, he's not talking about an example of 
us fighting or like me lashing out at him. It's just no. like something mad in the, I saw something in the world that frustrated me or whatever. And so I want to make yeah. that clear. Cause like if your spouse is like saying really harmful things to you, if you do something or you messed up or you didn't even mess yeah, up, but they're it, like any, saying harmful, that's sure. a different yeah. conversation. Any, anything that is habitual or negative like that, that's not what I'm talking about. Right. And, and right. it is, and I'm glad you said that it is yeah. a very fine line because yes, like I might be having a tough day and you might be trying to talk to me and I might spout off something back to you out of frustration that I don't really mean or wouldn't say, mm -hmm. but it's because I'm frustrated, not because I'm like a turd. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, I, and that, so that's the thing you got, like, would I say that to our friends? Would I say that yeah. to other people in our life? Probably not. I was just bite my tongue, but just because of the dynamic of a, yeah. of a relationship with somebody you're with all the time, yeah. you might say things, but I'm definitely not trying to give people the like a pass at saying yeah. hurtful things to your spouse. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that, no, no, that's no, no, not no. it at all. This is different. Yeah. And um, I think it's also important when we're talking about this that like me and you are both really good at circling back and saying like, Hey, I reacted that way, or even if it is something that like at one of us with like pet peeves or something. It's the and, like, worst feeling in the world. Like, too. I'm sorry, I responded that way. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't have done that. Or... I come back like with my tail between my legs. Yes, and I you lay do. down. I'm like, hey, I'm he sorry. Does. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we're we're good about that, and I think that has also helped our marriage a lot. Is saying I'm sorry, but and actually meaning it, and actually get doing better <laughs> next time. <laughs> so. Oh man. Yes, the actually meaning it thing. I do like to annoy you sometimes and do the I'm sorry if every yeah. now and then. And I'm like, ah. but cool. Well, those are really good. I really liked your last one. I think that was that was a really beneficial one. Yes, yes. Or, I mean, they're all good, but that was like, I think, really helpful. Yeah, and that's marriages. the most recent thing I've learned and been spending time thinking about because yeah. I really used to just get bent out of shape about <laughs> yeah. things. And, or, or, and then Why I'll, is my wife yelling about the patriarchy again? <laughs> Does she actually hate men? No, I'm, yeah. I am a huge fan, a huge fan of men. Love men. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one is Thomas. I just mean, I don't think... Anyways, never mind. I'm not going to get to it. But We're not that bad. We're not. Purity culture messed you guys up just as much as they messed us up. So we, last night at dinner, we had talked about, I asked you if you were going to do any funny ones, and you at that point said no, but I do have a funny one. Okay. I think I have one too, actually. Go ahead. Okay. So my funny one is in the three years we've been married, I've learned that having two bathrooms is a must. Very much so. <laughs> when, Absolutely. When we first, when the first, was it a, almost a full year of being married? We lived in a one bedroom, one bath apartment. Mm -hmm. And it was quite difficult. If guests came over or if we both came home and needed to go, somebody had to wait. It, it was, was rough. almost always me. Yep. <laughs> so, two bathrooms. Love that for us. Yes. Especially absolutely. right now because one of our bathroom, our master bathroom only has a shower. So like all your tub stuff and everything, like we're completely, yes. almost completely split bathroom wise. Which is nice. Yes. Okay. Mine is, you're going to love this one, Thomas. Okay. If you put things back where they go the first time, it creates <laughs> less work later on for me. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm okay. Let me let me phrase this. Oh. I'm not saying if you, as in Thomas, I'm saying if people in general, if people in general put things back where they give, go give the example. first time, like, give an example. Um, if you take your jacket off because you're hot, 
and you just leave it in the kitchen instead of putting it in the coat closet. Yep. It will create less work for me later on because I will put it up. Yep. So, so it is me. Later on, it creates less work for yep. me. Um, but I have to tell myself this too. I saw it on a TikTok and I was like, that's common yeah, sense. Like Why the, do I not think about that? Like and the stack of clothes that don't get put back in the in the dresser that are just stacking up on top of the blankets. Yep. Just like those, just like those. Actually, somebody on TikTok shared that they have a basket that's like transitional clothes that like aren't clean enough to go in your closet, but aren't dirty enough to be washed. And so you'll, it's like you wore something once and you like, know you're going to wear it again that week, just putting it in that basket. And I was like, I do that. Absolutely. I started hanging that back up like Jack, um, not necessarily jackets, but like a hoodie or some kind yeah. of over sweatshirt. And I, I didn't so sweat. I like yeah. having that basket there. I'm trying to hang, hang them back up though because I hate wrinkles. I know. So that's mine. Um, I think it's funny because it's something that we laugh about a lot. And yeah. So, um, yeah, that's us. Cool. Well, this was a fun episode. I enjoyed recording with you. Thank you for being my number one guest. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, friends, I love you guys so much. I hope you have the absolute best week. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And we will talk soon. Bye.